Hello, friends, and welcome to the 25th episode of the Squad Pod, where we love to talk about our favorite battle royales and multiplayer video games. I'm Maddock Jr., and dropping into this week's special edition Game of the Year podcast, we have our wall-running Titanfall pilot, Kevin Asex. How's it going, Kevin? BT, dude. Our boy. The real one. I miss him. Give me another one. He's still alive, dude. He's still alive. He lives. <laughs> He's out there Give me somewhere. Titanfall 3. <laughs> Burn Apex to the ground. Give me Titanfall 3. Oh, they, need, they need to add wall running, dude. I got used to wall running in that game. <sighs> mm, wall running so good. It's so fun. So fun. Our next guest likes his burns clean. How's it going, Washburn? Hey, guys. God, <laughs> I hate it. Burns. <laughs> clean, dude. Every time like he says something about any of us, it's just like, oh, no. I can't even contribute to this conversation because clean burn comes out in some form or fashion. At least I got SpaceX and not something else. Yeah, that's true. Better than clean burn. It could be worse. It could be worse. Yeah, like I said, I could have been worse. Speaking of worst, (laughs) our next guest had a special nickname back in the day on AIM. His name was Stripper Boy 42. <laughs> Snowbike Mike, how's Whoa! it going? I'm coming, I'm coming to the stage. Everybody get your singles out because I'm ready to talk video games and bring <laughs> yeah, it, y'all. <laughs> Make it rain, dude. Oh, good Lord. All right. Well, we uh, did this podcast once many weeks ago. Turns out it got eaten by a computer. So now we have two people recording it because we're geniuses. Until tomorrow. So like, you know you know what we're gonna do we're gonna have two people record it so that it doesn't get lost in the ether so last time we talked about the call of duty update but that's like irrelevant you know dmr nerf everything all that's happened whatever who cares you all know about it fall guys update it was great we loved it it was fantastic whatever but we're just gonna get straight into it with our best games of 2020 and we are gonna start with our honorable honorable mentions and then go into our top five. Kevin A. Sex, would you like to name an honorable mention first? And then we'll go around the clock. Are we doing the whole, like, if you just played this year, even though it came out like two years ago, does that, does that count towards this list? Or Yeah, I mean, I feel like Among Us like counts towards that list. Okay. So, I mean, I wasn't going like, to put on Among Us. Jeez, that game, dead game. Right, you guys? Kevin was going to talk about dead Yakuza game. 0. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah, dude. Yakuza. <laughs> dude, I got to a new part. Oh, man. Since we last talked, oh, we met a new character. Man, this guy mm-hmm. was cool as fuck, dude. Let me tell you right now, dude. Majima. Woo. This guy is mm. fly, dude. He's running a freaking, like, bar with ladies, you know, and ladies come by and sit with you, that type of bar, you know. And, man, dude, when someone gets really feisty, so, like, Mike, dude. all about ooh, that kind of bar. Ooh. Yeah, Mike, you know, like, yeah, Mike, you know. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yes. I'll put Ladies that comes sit next to you at the bar, you know. He likes it. He likes it. I like that one. Yep. Uh, it's an honorable mention right there. Uh, Yakuza Zero. Mm-hmm. Is that what we're going with? I like it. It's, fine. Nice, it's awesome. Nice. I need to finish it. It's an honorable mention now. But this year, I'll finish it. It's going to be a top game of the year. Yeah, I'll be giving the year. <laughs> it just takes a long time. There's a lot to do in that game. It's fun. Fair enough. Fun. Fair enough. All right, Washburn, what is on your honorable mentions list? I mean, I have a lot. Do you want me to just to run through all of them? Mm, or, because you, if we go around the clock, it's yeah. going to end on me because I have. I'll, you just list all of them? Sure. 
Um, I mean, unless if there's one you want to talk a little bit more about, you can focus on that one a little bit. Yeah. So like the two of them that are on here that feel, I guess three of them that are on here that feel wrong, but I only have five spots. I'll start with those, which is Miles Morales, Hades Mm -hmm. and Dirt 5. And and those three are like they would tie for number six. You know what I mean? Like they're they're so so good. But I only had five spots on this list, and so like, yeah, some really good games are going to get left off. Um, so yeah, those three: Hades, Miles Morales, and Dirt Five, all just fantastic games. Dirt Five especially, just I keep playing it, and I don't know why. I guess it's because it's that thing where I can just like turn my brain off, you know and not really think about anything and just go around a track super fast. Um, Hades, I actually beat this morning for the first time, which was cool. Um, also just a really good one. And then Miles Morales, everybody knows. Uh, more Spider-Man. Love that game. Going to love this game. This, I think Miles Morales is probably even better than 2018, um, just across the board. Um, so, yeah, those three are really, really good. And then just like I have I have another list of just games I really like this year. Uh, Minecraft Dungeons. Uh, I think we all enjoyed that one quite a bit. Um, The Pathless, which is a nice little two to, you know, two to four hour experience, depending on how fast you go. Uh, Clubhouse Games 51 Worldwide Classics on Switch. Uh, (laughs) Like there's so much bang for your buck there, dude. It's crazy. Like I I, yeah, I think everybody should get that. It's it's a lot. It's a it's really a lot. Um, Gears Tactics. Oh yeah. Uh, loved it. Didn't play it for long enough. Um, do want to go back to it eventually on the Series X, but it's just one of those games that it's just too many games this year. Uh, Dragon Ball Z Kakarot. If you like Ooh. Dragon Ball Z, you're gonna love that one. Um, Mike knows God- all the names. He knows all the characters. Mm-hmm. Codbo CW. <laughs> Codbo CW. Co- uh, Call of Duty 17. Black Ops. Yeah. Call of Duty 17 Black Ops 5 Cold War. Uh, just a great multiplayer game. Uh, the FOV slider is a game changer. Um, Avengers. And then in parentheses, story mode. Because uh, I think the story mode in that game was actually really good. The rest of it, that sucks. Uh, MLB The Show 20. And it's one of two sports games that does does it right. The other one's also on this list, and that's PGA 2K21. And we, I feel like we all remember that game, dude. We yeah, played so yeah. much of that game this year. Like, uh, it was so I, I remember fun. we first, need to go back and play some oh, golf. It's really good, dude. Mike so owes money like, to that society. Like, oh, oh yeah, the society's gonna come. I'm after. not allowed to go. <laughs> yeah, uh, both of those sports games. Um, that I think did it right this year. Uh, and then lastly, just Doom Eternal. And it's on there because I haven't really beat it. I'm probably like 30 to 40% of the way through that game and just never really went back. So it's a lot, but there are a lot of good games this year. Very nice, very nice. Mike, do you want to give us your honorable yeah, Wash, mentions? Washburn was smashing through them, so I'll rewind to a couple of them that I have on my list. Of course, I want to give a big shout-out to Do- Dirt 5, this is one I'm not a big racing fan, and very few racing games have brought me in since the old school days of Need for Speed Underground 2, when it was more arcadey and fun, and, you know, the Fast and Furious hype 
mixed well with all of that that I've called kind of fallen off, right? I think a lot of emphasis is on Forza and Gran Turismo, and they really make it seem like these are like true simulated racing games. And for a casual fan like me, I kind of get turned off by that. But uh, thanks to my friends, you know, I've dipped my toe and tried a little bit when we played Forza Horizon, and I loved that. And so Washburn and Maddock really hyped up this game for me, especially came launch of the new console. And so I gave it a try, and Dirt 5 and Codemasters have stolen my heart. I am in awe of this game every single time I turn it on, from the incredible worlds, the tracks, how beautiful it is, the just overall design and how smooth it runs, right? Like, they targeted ensure that it was 4k 60 after that you could go up higher if you have the monitor and stuff but like man this game is smooth it runs well all the time and i love it i have a ton of fun with it every time from drifting riding on the ice going up mountain terrains out in brazil i think this is the baddest racing game around of course it does very well for me as a casual race fan of like you have forza the big open world with your friends or you have more track to track races which is Dirt 5, and that's what I really love about that. I want to keep it concise. I want to keep it easy, and I want to change up the cars and have fun. They do a really good job for beginner racers of, hey, here's the cars, and it's either A in performance or A in steering yeah. and turning, right? And yeah. so it's like yeah. very, very basic for somebody like me to look at. You want to get under the hood and start looking at like the different details to see what will really maximize your performance. You can for the advanced players, but like, for beginners and easy, you know, casual players, that's the move, right? That's exactly what I want, and that's what I want to see. Mm -hmm. And so I can't give it enough praise and credits. I wish I could. I'd probably talk here for another 20 minutes about how much fun it is. The only downfall is the multiplayer. Multiplayer, unfortunately, I'm going to say it just sucks, right? It's connections issues. There's not enough player base, I guess, because we get in the lobby with, like, three kids, and we can't even lobby up with just the four of us trying to go in together, which I really hate. So. My only downfall of it, yeah, they're uh, adding that. Yeah, well, they should have added that day one. I, well, so yes, I know, I know. <laughs> but which game comes? Which name a game in twenty twenty that came out that was actually feature complete, and you're gonna Cyberpunk struggle. Oh God. <laughs> uh, so yeah, Dirt Five is on my honorable mentions, and I want to give a big thank you to Maddock and Washburn for pushing me to play that game. Uh, I have Minecraft Dungeons as well, another great one of like, hey. Here is a huge franchise, a gigantic IP that everybody and their mother knows. And we're going to switch up the formula. We're going to make it a Diablo-esque looter dungeon crawling type video game that's family friendly and anybody can learn and grab the sticks. And it is so incredible of how much fun and easy that drop in and drop out play is. And then on top of that, it's like, this is baby's first dungeon crawler, right? Like you can have your kids play this and they're going to learn what the loot systems are how every single item gets better as they progress and they're going to drop items. They're going to grab new items and then they're going to min max eventually. And I think they did a really good job with this. And I think a lot of people actually gave it more, you know, criticism than praise this year is what I've found is people were like, Oh, it's not Minecraft. There's no digging. There's no this and that's like, no, that's not the point, right? Mm -hmm. They're trying something different. They're stretching out and they did a really good job. Cause if you want Minecraft, You'll go play Minecraft, right? The Bedrock Edition is out, full cross-play. It's everywhere. That's Minecraft. Now we take that IP and we try something new, and they did a really good job with that. And more people should praise that because it's family-friendly. It's easy drop-in and drop-out. It has a nice story that you can be in a day or in two days or a span of a, a long weekend with your family and friends. And this is a must-play this year because it is a blast. It's easy. It's simple. It's fun. It has the Minecraft universe 
And I loved every moment playing with the three of you guys and myself. That was a great time. And I loved it. And I would gladly go back to it. So Minecraft should get a whole lot more praise than it's probably getting. Then finally, I want to give uh, my honorable mention to Microsoft Flight Simulator. This was something mm. where we've all had this conversation. We've been trapped inside the house for the past nine months since March. And we were looking for an escape. And Animal Crossing brought that escape, right? Animal Crossing brought us all together. We made our own islands. We were going and traveling to different islands, but it still wasn't an escape out into the real world. And I think Microsoft Flight Simulator this summer found that answer, right? Here is planet Earth. You can fly anywhere. And you don't have to be a super advanced flight simulator guy. You can just grab the sticks, put it on beginner, and fly like it's Grand Theft Auto. And man, to fly over Lake Tahoe, fly over Boulder, Colorado, to go out to Washburn's hometown, to go see Kevin down on the coastline and everywhere in between. That was something really, really special. And that moment that we had for the first two weeks of playing that game and exploring different areas and seeing the towns and stuff, that was a special moment this year that should get all the praise and credit. And I feel like it has, but also at the same time, like that's another one, right? Not many people are gonna talk about Mike or Microsoft Flight Simulator enough this year. And they should, because that game, saved 2020 in certain ways when it came down to feeling isolated alone traveling once again and so that was one that was really special to me i thought it was really cool the multiplayer worked very very well uh it's just a bunch of jabronis flying around on a plane you could even sit inside the plane and just let the plane fly you if you wanted to so really really cool they've added some cool updates like with the snow now i love that i'm a big fan of the day and night cycles and also on top of that like this is a fun game, not only just to fly and look at things, but to actually try, right? Like if you want to get down to the nitty gritty, you can slowly work your way up from beginner to normal to expert, and you're learning the flight mechanics, right? The takeoff, the landing, like there's some really intricate, cool intricacies that you can get lost in. And like, that's something that challenges me and makes me want to be better. And I love that idea, right? Like I, who wouldn't want to fly a plane? I've never in my life will get to fly a plane. I know that, right? I know that in my heart of hearts. but with Microsoft Flight Simulator, I can try. I can pretend like I'm mm -hmm. flying. And I think that's a cool, I think that's really cool. And it's a lot of fun. So those are my big three honorable mentions. I wanted to keep it short, but like all those experiences were something special and actually something that aren't really in my forte. Minecraft Dungeons, more closer to align with the games I play, but like Dirt 5, I took a chance on and I absolutely loved. Microsoft Flight Simulator, that's a game that as a casual audience, I think many people around planet Earth would probably just ditch that and never play it. I gave it a try and absolutely loved it. So two out of the three games were not in my normal repertoire and I loved every single moment. Yeah, I think awesome. flight, flight Simulator, like you were saying, you can get better because they put, it was really cool of them to put those challenges in there. You know what I mean? Like yeah. they have, like on the main menu, you can go and do these like challenges where it's like, start, we're going to start you flying this direction. You have to turn around and land on this really small airstrip and like, the smoother you do it, the higher your score gets and stuff like that. So like, yeah, they, they really went the extra mile with that game when they didn't really have yeah. to. I mean, have, having the planet Earth was kind of enough. And then they said, let's make something fun about it and give somebody or give these people sort of like an arcade mode or a challenge mode. And take it a step further. Flight Simulator is uh, cool. Flight yeah, Simulator is super dope. Cool. And all the different planes too, right? Like, got to give it credit. Like, we're not just flying the giant passenger 747s, right? There's the smallest, the small, to the biggest and the baddest, right? And it was really cool to see that 
maybe add helicopters because like I'm a nasty helicopter pilot, but that's just me throwing that out there. You know, I, I don't know. I don't yeah. know. I don't know. You know, I'm just throwing it out there. Who said, who said, said I'm a nasty <laughs> helicopter pilot? Yeah, Everybody on that? the internet. I could have sworn last time we played, I heard you got on the helicopter and <laughs> oh, damn it. And you're dead. You know? You're not supposed to put me on blast, Kevin. Damn it. <laughs> I mean, I'm not stream. Don't yeah. embarrass me in front of my friends. I, I think more people watch your stream than watch this. <laughs> 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 true uh my honorable mentions i have a uh, i definitely microsoft flight simulators on there for me um call of duty black ops just because you know call of duty with your friends great time you know uh among us just because like the few the first few times you play it it's fun like obviously we've talked extensively about how our uh, our the amount of fun we have with that video game has decreased significantly over time because if you're not the killer then it's not really that exciting but the fun we did have with it for the first few weeks i would say was great um fall guys is on my honorable mentions list which i'm sure we'll talk about a lot later as someone probably put it as their like game of the year or something because they're crazy (laughs) (laughs) um i want to mention spellbreak as probably like i guess as far as battle royales go is probably the second best one to come out this year behind mm-hmm. warzone that's that's a really good moment to take a moment and shout that game out because that was a dope game it was very fun it was very punishing but it was a very, was very cool game mm-hmm. it was one of the few games where i feel like i was losing all the time and i was still having a good time which is not something that happens that often in the battle royale experience i feel like but the way the spells combine and stuff it was crazy um animal crossing i'm sure someone will want to mention that again and uh let's see here and then I just want to mention one of our my favorite games that we played for a very short amount of time, but it is fun while you play it. Ember, fighting fires with your friends. It was just so goofy and so silly. That was, and it was just game. a good time. Um, and then probably one of this would probably be sixth on my list. Art of flight, or art of rally. Um, art of rally is like a pixel racer type experience that's uh just uh it, like you just go through the years progress and you get unlocked different cars and they're all like real cars like you can get audis and subarus and whatnot but it's just like going through the progression of the rally scene from the 70s onward i think or 60s onward pretty cool and those are my honorable mentions kevin did you have any other honorable mentions that you wanted to mention uh yakuza uh Shoot, what was I going to say? Phasmophobia. There we go. That's a good one. Uh, that was a fun. Ooh, that is a good one. That was a fun, spooky game we played. Even though at first we have no idea what we were doing, we were just breaking stuff just to bring it. We were bringing the right mm-hmm. stuff. But yeah, I had fun with that one. A little spook here and there. It was nice during Halloween. I, I feel like that falls into like the Ember category of like for a few nights, that game was like the most fun. Yeah. That was really fun. <laughs> it was super fun. And it fun. created one of my favorite clips of all time. Which one? Yeah, that's a that's a special game right there. That that game in Among Us, just to take a moment, it's like it brought us all together, right? And I think that was a big one. 2020 will be known for all of us being so separate, but at the same time, finding ways to come together. And I think Ember is a good one, like you said, Maddox, for a weekend of play. Um, Spellbreak for a weekend of play was another great one. And among us no matter what you think of it no matter how boring it gets after playing it so many hours and the arguments that we got 
it brought us all together. And that was a big one, right? We look at these multiplayer games and it's always three people or four people. And when you can get eight people or more in one game and you can really have that party vibe where it's like, man, all of my friends are here in the Discord talking, that's a special moment. And I think that's something where we're going to look back on 2020 and be like, man, we were all so distant, but also all so close together. And that was something I'll, I'll, I'll love for the rest of my life. Hmm. Yeah, I've, I've talked about it before, but I think like, this year highlighted the importance of custom lobbies more than anything. And, and I think going forward, they're going to be pr in pretty much any multiplayer game. Developers have to look at them now and then totally rethink and reevaluate the sort of their sort of priorities towards the custom lobbies um, because four is not enough. And it's, it's just not, especially for, you know, even smaller communities, you're going to want more than, four spaces for people to jump in and, and play a lot of these games so yeah i think going forward we're going to see more of an emphasis on on those custom lobbies I, uh, for sure i also had avengers story mode that was fun oh, nice. was a lot of fun i liked it uh nice little story with uh kamala nice way to introduce her because i don't think many people do about her until like this game but this fits perfectly for like to get the marvel series that she'll get later on um, I also had Minecraft Dungeons. Minecraft Dungeons was really fun. I really want XCloud to be in my phone so I can play that on my phone more. So that was that's a little really fun like phone game too. So, mm -hmm. Yeah, touch controls. Yeah, touch, touch controls. controls. Yeah. Man, I really want that. So we'll have to wait for the iPhone to get XCloud. So I'll be playing that a bit more. And I had uh my favorite game. It's not top five, whatever, but. I liked it a lot. It's a Taiko no Tatsujin. You know, you guys remember that one? Good game. The drums. Yeah. Drums. Yeah. Drum game. Yo, never forget. Uh -huh. Love that drum game. That. I play that every, every like, pretty much every week now. I play that. And just pop in a song I like and just beat the drum, you know? Boom, 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 mm -hmm. boom, 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 boom. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, boom, 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 boom. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's pretty much it. What about Tabletop Simulator, you know? What about I mean, Hunter, Call of the Wild? Yeah. Tabletop <laughs> no, Simulator is more of we a We played platform. this in 2021, right? Yeah. They don't it know. Was, it had to be this month, right? Like yeah. this month we played those. Yeah. A lot of fun. That was a lot of fun. <laughs> All right. Well, Kevin, do you want to start it off with your fifth best game of 2020? This fifth best game of 2020 is, drumroll please. <laughs> Streets of Rage 4. Oh, yeah, Kevin. Oh, man, oh, that game was yeah. fun. Oh, and, hell yeah. And Kevin. the online club worked, Mike. It's crazy, right? Oh, hell yeah. Crazy. God, that game was fun. I can't believe we beat that game on, like, was that one Two run? Two days. Yeah, Two that was, days. A, lot, that so, was yeah, a lot of fun. It is technically a three-hour game. We beat it in two nights, which was great. But it's a great experience, Kevin. Go go off about it. I'll fill in at the end. Go it's off. Nice, bro. It's a nice little beat 'em up, side scrolling. Oh man! It, if you ever played Streets of Rage before, this really brings it back. I like the art style. I like you know beating up random people with like weapons or something like that, and having different like move sets for these people. Oh, it was really fun. I liked it. The boss were fun too to fight. A lot of fun. A lot of fun with Streets of Rage. You guys should play it. It's on game. Pass or do we buy it's it? It's on Game Pass. It's on yeah. Game Pass. It's on Game Pass. Play it. It's a lot of fun. Four player co-op, right? Four players. Four player. Yeah, thank you. Yeah. A lot of fun. Oof. Woo. Gotta play that again. I want to play it again. 
So I will chime in with that one and go off with Kevin because that was something that, again, is kind of out of my range of normal games that I would buy and really truly enjoy. The side-scrolling beat-em-ups were never something my, that I grew up with, you know, from Double Dragon to the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles and Simpsons arcade games I think of. But this was one where Kevin was like, hey, Mike, like, this is a beloved franchise. This is a special game, and it has online co-op. Let's try it together. And another one where, you know, my friends pushed me to try something different, and me and Kevin had an absolute blast. Shout out to a working online co-op, especially during the time when Battletoads came out for Microsoft. And there was no online co-op, which was a slap in the face in the middle of COVID times. And I hope that Delala Studios is figuring out a way that they can make that game online co-op compatible because still to this day, it is not. And that is a travesty of a game to not have online co-op right now in today's world. Then on top of that, the soundtrack, Kevin, right? Mm, that yeah. Streets of Rage soundtrack is something where there's been very few games where I identify with the soundtrack and want more of it, right? I think of, Hive Jumpers was a really special game that I found last year, thanks to one of the best friends who recommended it to me. Immediately bought that soundtrack, put it on my phone. Ori and the Will of the Wisps, I played with Washburn. We'll get into that in a little bit, but like soundtrack, immediately find that on Spotify, put it on my phone. Same thing went with Streets of Rage 4, right? Me and Kevin were going through that, and my head was bobbing the whole time. I was nodding, I was shucking, I was jiving, I was having a good time with it. And that just adds to the experience, right? It's already a solid beat-em-up. It looks great. It runs great. And now you have a killer soundtrack that, like, makes you more involved, that gets you in there. And one of the few games where I'm like, ooh, the soundtrack really matters to me. And that's something special. That's something I normally don't, I take for granted in video games. You know what I mean? It's either it's either there or it's not there to me. And now I have more of an ear towards it, talking with Washburn and giving, you know, him giving me all of his musical expertise and experiences and being like, Hey, this is the guy, Mike. This is what it looks like. Or, hey, Mike, here's this jazz band. And like, this is what everybody's doing to, you know, feed into this. And now when I play the video games, I'm like, I have that extra moment of like, listen to the music. What's happening? Is it dramatic effect? Is it energy? Like, what, what's going on here? And Streets of Rage had a banging soundtrack. No doubt about it. Yeah, it's awesome. That's why I like. I think you're liking a little bit of uh, Scott Program, right? Because it has a really good soundtrack, too. And it's a nice little beat-em-up, too. That's a really good game. God. Yeah, it's really cool, Kevin. It's like Scott, Scott Pilgrim out now that we've been playing. It's like it has more of that fun, like young arcadey soundtrack is what it reminds mm. you of, Kevin. And I really like that. Um, but yeah, great, great pull, Kevin. That's one that I probably should have put on my honorable mentions. But when you say it right, I get jazzed up and excited because I do love that. I had so much fun. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. That's my top five. Um, number five. Great game. Great game. Nice, nice, nice. Washburn, do you want to give us your number five game? Of yeah, game? my number five is Animal Crossing. Um, I've talked about it before. Just, it's a game that is whatever you want it to be. And for me, it sort of turned into kind of a decompression tool where I would get home from work, I'd clean up, and then I'd, I'd sit down and, and run all my errands for you know 20 to 30 minutes uh, each day. And it really sort of take my brain from work mode into relaxation mode. Um, and, and that's kind of just how I've played and used that game. And if you look at somebody like JD's Island, or you look at somebody like Miss Envy, who's, you know, really, really into it, they're probably playing it a, a totally different way. Uh, you can start a talk show if you're somebody else we know. in, in the video <laughs> game. Um, but man, it's, it's just such a great little game. And, and I, 
a lot of people think COVID gave it the bump. I don't even think that was it. I mean, COVID gave it, you know, people more of a reason to play it for sure. Um, but I'm still playing it. And, and we're, I mean, obviously we're still in COVID, but I mean, I, I'm going to continue to play it. And each new update that comes out, I want to go in and I want to check it out and see what they're doing. But it's just such a great little game, man. And I, it's something if you own a Switch, you should probably own on the system. It's one of those. For sure. I had a great time with Animal Crossing uh, for like two months straight. I've dropped off and then come back more recently. But mm -hmm. I um, used to do it every day. Mm -hmm. Like I, for the better part of 2020, I did it every day since since it released. And now I'm like a twice a week, you know, so I, I sort of jump in twice a week and clean up my island sell any fruit you know hit my rocks check in with the villagers and and i'm in and out of there in you know 30 or 40 minutes and it's just a fun little kind of brain melter you know what i mean there, there's there's nothing you know in there that's going to challenge you and, and that's not the point of the game it's it's for me it's just a nice little tool to allow me to go from you know on to off if if that makes any sense that in animal crossing sure. you know it's it's been really 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 great to have this year all right do you have anything to say about it, mike or do you want to i mean i'm gonna sound like pick? a broken i'm gonna sound like a broken record because that's another game where i would never play that and thanks to my friends around this table right here they pushed me to try that right and i loved every single moment of it i had so much fun and even as a casual game player it's like I had a good time and I could have put in way more time, but that game was freaking awesome. So shout out to animal crossing for show. All right. Uh, what is your fifth best? game? My, of my number five is Ori and the will of the wisps. Um, definitely just <laughs> an absolute stunner of mm. a game, right? From everything about it to, I'm like, Oh my gosh, I don't even know. I'm, I'm lost thinking about how good that game is, right? That is a 2d action platformer that will push you to the brink make you break your control and frustration but at the same time make you cry and make you feel with the music with the visuals with the storytelling there's not a word spoken in that video game but somehow you're there right you are connected with ori you're connected with that beautiful little owl you're connected with the little weird weasel guys and you want to build up their homes and you want to build up this area and what they built off of from one to two is truly inspiring that moon studios is putting out nothing but bangers right like number one was beloved everybody enjoyed it and then number two they were like hey let's add another layer to that let's add this combat mechanic with ori and let's test you and see what you can do in these intense tight combat areas to the run away from the boss situations like they did another great job with mm -hmm. this one gareth coker on the track nothing but bangers from that i talked about the music again but this is something that, you know, Washburn put me on, right? Like, hey, Mike, this is what this guy does. Check out all his other stuff. And we've seen him now in multiple games from, you know, Immortals Phoenix Rising to Mean Greens and Ori. Like, this guy has an incredible compilation of music that you can check out. And he just brings it every time. And the gameplay is tight. I mean, when this game came out, it had some bugs, right? It didn't run like it, like it should be running. It had some issues pre-launch and post-launch. But now where we are here... You can turn that on in your Xbox. It is optimized. You can run it at, what is that, 8K, Washburn? 8K or 6K is what super they promoted. Yeah, super sampled 6K at 60 frames. And if you have a Series X, and I know people are going to 
get all technical on me. Well, if you don't have a 6K monitor, you're not seeing it. Whatever. Put it on that mode and tell me you don't see something ridiculous. Because, like, it it's insane, dude. What Like, what they've done on the Series X with that game is jaw-dropping. Yeah, I, I'll talk about Ori in a little bit. Yeah. I, I, th- oh, okay, I, think okay. it's, I, I think it's a masterwork. It, it's perfection. It's one yeah, of those well, things that's just... We we may never see anything as good as that again in that space. In my like, that tries to like you know what I mean. It's something that's so good that's just uh, it's uh, it's kind of unbelievable to even like try to think about the fact that it exists as a video game. Like that's that's how highly I think of Will the Wisp. Another one of like you know Washburn's going to say it way more elegantly than than I will, and so I'm I, I can't wait for him to speak on this, but like. Another one, again, this year for me, 2020, was the year of trying new things. You know, I am not a 2D platformer type of guy. I didn't really care about this. And I put in the effort to play the first story, jump into the second one for the review with Kind of Funny. And it's it stole my heart. It's incredible. And that the actual visuals of that game is nothing like I've ever seen before. Like, you put those, you put that video game up on a display down in Best Buy, and people are going to gather around it. This isn't like any other mm-hmm. video game I've ever played or seen, because when I turn it on, I'm lost. I'm looking at every nook and cranny. I'm looking at the foreground, the background. I'm looking at where Ori is moving. I'm looking at the enemies. I'm looking at how big these monsters come on screen, and the fur of the of the wolf rustling, me hitting it with the fire stick. Like This game is incredible, and everybody and their mother should play it. It is unbelievable that it didn't get enough game of the year nods you hear people who actually played it will stand up for it and speak on it but when you look at people's lists that is very fall down the list and it probably should be higher because it is an absolute banger of a video game and i'll leave the rest up to washburn because he's going to make it sound real good all right then i will give you my fifth best video game of 2020 and that is tetris effect connected I had never played Tetris Effect, so this is a new one for me. And I had a great time. Uh, Just like the first time you play it, you're just like, what? How is this possible? How is this so good? The music's Mm -hmm. so great. And it goes so well with the controller vibrations and stuff. Everything just is like in sync perfectly. It's crazy. Mm -hmm. The first time I saw it back when I was on the PS4 and and on the PC, uh, I didn't believe it. Like mm-hmm. the like the first time I saw somebody play Tetris Effect, I didn't I didn't think it was real. You know what I mean? I thought it was like a pre-rendered video that somebody had like written music and put over. Mm. Oh, but sure, no, sure. No, that yeah, was yeah. just a video game. Like it actually does that. It's really cool. And then playing the three versus one mode with Nate and Kevin was a great time. I had a, a very enjoyable experience. Just they just join up all your lines and you try and like take turns mm-hmm. like filling it in and clearing out more lines it's it's a good time all around yeah the multiplayer on that they did a really good job with it's something that i play like it tetris affects that game where like if you're not in the mood for anything else you're just gonna play tetris you know what yeah. i mean like it's if you see that on your dashboard you're like oh, i don't really want to do this i don't really want to do this oh here's tetris i'm just gonna jump in and play tetris because i don't have to think that hard or commit that much time to it it's it's great and tetris effect connected is the superior version of, yeah. of that product. So yeah, it's fantastic. Kevin ASX, what is your fourth best game of 2020? Number four is drum roll. I'm joking. It's a uh, Tony Hawk's Pro Skater Ooh. one and two. 
That game, man, I didn't think they would actually make it work. They made it work, dude. I I would have think I would have thought it would have been like the old like 360 like uh uh remastered it for one. Oh, that one was bad. A remake, yeah, that one was terrible. And I thought yeah. that it would have been similar to that. But man, when I got it and when I played the first level again on Tony Hawk One, oh man, the warehouse. Oh man, it felt dude, it felt right, dude. It felt right. Actually, we played the demo beforehand, but. Still, like getting the final product and playing that, I was like, "Dang, they got it!" Mm-hmm. And I want more. I want to remake all of them. Tony Hawk's Pro Skater yeah. Three, Four, Underground, Thug. yeah, Thug. Oh man, Thug I mean, yeah, two. those are yeah, that would be a pretty ambitious undertaking. Those games are a lot bigger. But I'm with you. I I love Tony Hawk uh, Underground specifically. Underground's where I really got into the series. Yeah, I never like as growing up, I never I I played them. I had knowledge of them. I knew you were supposed to skate around, collect letters, get high scores, whatever. Um, But I didn't really commit to one until underground because I just thought it was so cool that it had like this story. Yeah. These these skater punk kids trying to make it. And uh, if they were to do that, remake that, that would be incredible. Yeah, it, just, it got me really pumped up. I was like, damn, this game is really fun. I was playing a lot for like the whole month until like I actually beat it. And now I'm like, I, I pop in here and there, but not as often. But when I pop in, I still have a fun time and do a lot of these other like different challenges. Like the challenge that I gave myself, like trying to do this gap with, I don't know, two crazy moves or something like that. I don't, yeah. it, it's, it's fun. I like it. That's what yeah, that game's. For really good the only letdown for me was the multiplayer mm-hmm. yeah that sucked i mean there was there was multiplayer it's just there was no like private control over it yeah there's no custom one yeah which sucks. yeah that's the downfall of that game that was really exciting and the idea that we all could man if they could just give us the skate battles right like in skate three where we're all together in our own private lobby would have been dope for sure because yeah. kevin would have controlled that he would have put us in all the fun areas that we would have done and it would have been way better because man that game was fun, and that's come from somebody who absolutely sucks at that video game. I still had a good time. I absolutely yeah. suck at that game. I, it's not. Right. It's no skate, but still, it's still like it's still yeah, a yeah. fun skating game, for sure. And like the nostalgia alone. Yeah, right? it was awesome. Thank God that's they what made us all skaters in the first place. It is. You know? If it wasn't for Tony Hawk, we wouldn't have gone to skate. True. Big facts. All right, Washburn, what is your fourth best video game of 2020? Uh, Fall Guys is at number four. And I mean, I'm sure we'll talk about it more, uh, but just to sort of touch on it, it's it's that has no right to be as good as it is, in my opinion. And like they, it keeps getting better with updates. So it's one of the multiplayer experiences that I played the most this year and laughed the most in. And every and I still laugh every time we go and play that game. I'm, I find myself smiling and laughing because it's just it's so goofy. The whole concept of being a jelly bean and running and trying to beat the other jelly beans to the finish line is the dumbest thing that should not be as fun as it is. Uh, or and and really by this point in time, as competitive as I get on it. <laughs> You know what I mean? It, like every yeah. every time we go into that game, I'm really trying to win in a way that I probably shouldn't be, and it, it's probably obnoxious to a lot of people. Uh, but oh, you mean man. like in a certain private lobby? <laughs> yeah, 
Yeah. And, you know, I want to dominate, dude. I want to dominate. I want to be the best jelly bean. Uh, But also, I I understand that that game is just dumb fun. And as they continue to update it, you know, it's just going to continue to be more and more fun, more maps, more modes, uh, more costumes, all of that. It's it's all just works. And yeah, I'm sure we'll talk about it more. But man, I, I really, really love Fall Guys. It's a good one. Snow Bike Mike, what is your fourth best video game of twenty? Number four for Mike. Going over to the PlayStation side. I bet y'all didn't see this one coming because I haven't turned on my PlayStation <laughs> in weeks, y'all. Oh, guess what it is? It's Spider-Man Miles Morales because mm. Insomnia can do no wrong with this license. <laughs> and yeah. their gameplay is absolutely incredible. Yeah. It is fine-tuned. It is perfect. And coming off of the original Spider-Man in whatever year that was, man. They made a banger here. And yes, people were calling it a DLC, a 0.5 expansion pack, right? And sure, it might have been a little bit on the shorter side, but in all honesty, that's what I wanted, right? Right Mm -hmm. now in my life, the way that I've been playing games, the way that I've been looking for games, I'm actually more in search of the more fine-tuned 8 to 16-hour single-player campaign, right? We've got a lot of open-world fatigue going on here from Assassin's Creed, the cyberpunk to every other game in between. There's a lot of big, hey, you got to put 80 hours into this open world game and you might not ever see the end of it. And I'm over here like, no, I need a good weekend burner, right? I want to go on to the red box. I want to go on to Gamefly. I want to get this game and I want to beat it in a weekend. And Miles Morales was that, right? You're going off the back of what Spider-Man already was. You know the mechanics. You know that we're going to swing around New York. But guess what? We're going to add another character. And I think like Kevin said, for me with the Avengers meeting Kamala Khan, right? To get to know Miles more was something really, really special. And it gives me goosebumps to think about that, right? Because that's now a character that I love, adore, and connect with. And we're coming hot off of Into the Spider-Verse. And now he gets his own game. He gets his own story. He gets his own, you know, moment to shine here in the video game world. And that was something special to me, especially in the time where our world is divided, right? And people are freaking out here on planet earth and we need to come together. And miles was that for me of like, Hey, let's shine a light on people of color and let's make sure people know that miles Morales is the baddest motherfucker on the planet. And he was, it was a cool story. It was a fun coming of age story. And the gameplay was tight. The gameplay was awesome. The additions that they made with the venom punch and the electricity was really, really cool. And I get choked up thinking about it. Cause that story was really, really fun. And he put himself on the line to save everybody in, you know, Spanish Harlem or wherever the heck he was, Brooklyn, the Bronx. It was awesome. What a great time. And mm-hmm. so, yeah, Spider-Man, all the love. And credit yeah, they made one. him they made him a superhero. You know what I mean? And I and I don't mean that in terms of what he can do ability wise. I mean it as his attitude. And 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 they did that in Spider-Verse, too. And I guess that I mean, it's just the character. And, and you see that in in the game as well. He's Miles is a superhero. Like he's he's got that in him. It, it, take the powers away, he's still gonna be one because that's that's just how good of a person he is. And they, I mean, the writing in that game is is spot on. And I'm with you, Mike. I, if it's all good, I want four hours over over eight hours where you know half of those are not as engaging. And so, yeah, being the shorter experience was really really good. And the re- I mean, obviously, you said it, and it's. You got to touch on it. The representation stuff is is really beautiful in that game as well. Um, 
and came at just sort of just the right time. So yeah, it's a banger. Absolute banger. Oh yeah. That was a special one. And then the bodega cat, the, you know, getting to feel like you were part of that neighborhood was really, really cool. And him living in the shadow of Spider-Man, right? Hey, you going to put up the young kid, Spider-Man? Oh man, we don't know about that guy yet. And then Peter leaves him and he is Spider-Man, right? You get to meet Aaron, the uncle, and he's even apprehensive about everything. And then the story that goes through, is like, he is Spider-Man. There is no Miles Morales. This is Spider-Man right here. And I loved every moment of it. Love that. Nice. Uh, my fourth best video game of 2020 was a little competitive shooter called Valorant. Oh, my um, gosh. That was that year? You oh are going God. on a complete opposite direction of what I thought we'd wow. be doing here. Oh, Jesus. Um, yeah, I, I, I still, I haven't gotten back into it recently, but I, I played that from when the beta went live until like midsummer, probably like a decent amount. I would hop in with like Alex Van Aken and Keylock and them. And we had a great time. Um, it's just, uh, like when you have a full team, it is one of the most fun, hilarious experiences to watch your friends either clutch or just absolutely just fuck it up so badly (laughs) and it's just like the gameplay is tight everything feel you never feel like you got screwed by the servers like you do in a call of duty game um which is lovely uh it's the range of characters is fascinating they i mean a lot of them have similar powers with smokes or flashes and whatnot but it's very cool. And mo- one of the most ex- ex- insane things about this video game is it does gun skins better than any other video game by like a long shot. They had the dragon that like reloads yeah, itself. But, yeah. There's like a bunch of dollars. Yeah, I mean, they are way overpriced. <laughs> yes, you are correct. They're and they cool. Had a, yeah. And they have the nerf gun one that we were looking at recently. That's super cool. Um, yeah. And yeah, they Riot just knows that they can overprice all this stuff and people will buy it, which is ridiculous. But I guess they learned that from League of Legends a long time ago. So I was gonna say, man, like if we pause for a moment, I've <laughs> yeah. spent hundreds of dollars on League of yep. Legends. I'm absolutely trash. I still don't play it that much like I used to, but they know how to get in my wallet and they do a great job at that. So, you know, Riot, love it or hate it. Great job on the microtransactions. Yeah, like you gotta wonder in a world with no COVID how big valorant actually it would be and i'm and i'm, Are you I'm saying, not saying bigger or less yeah, i think it would be bigger yeah because it's an esport game mm-hmm. and, and like you look at other things riot's done and and sort of their history of putting together these spectacular events and, and selling out the staples center and doing this you know in person you gotta wonder how big valorant actually is you know what i mean because this For despite sure. its twitch numbers which aren't you know crazy stuff they were when the drop the beta drops were popping off um i I think valorant's probably a lot bigger than i think it is probably and and i think once i think out of covid yeah yeah once we get out of covid and and riot is able to sort of go back into doing these fantastic events these in-person live events and where they're selling is sort of having both of those games league of legends and valorant on display I think Valorant's going to make sort of a big push in the future um, and, yeah. and just continue to be huge. Tim the Tatman has that exact opinion where he's like, if like 
as if COVID wasn't happening and like the they had the huge events, like this game would be pulling insane numbers mm-hmm. in terms of viewership and whatever. And I think it was still play, pulling insane viewership when we were watching not too long ago, um, when Hundred Thieves was in the finals. And it's an exciting game to watch too, and it's not too hard to understand what's going on. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, there's a lot of like powers and stuff, but it still comes down to planting a bomb at the site and making sure that you're still alive at the end. So that is my number four. I need to get back into it a little bit more when Kevin gets this new computer. I'm sure we'll, we'll, we'll get into it, right, Kevin? Am I getting my computer? I don't know. Dude. I gave up. Dude. I lost faith. You're not allowed to bring up the computer right now. Oh, sorry, He's still sorry, salty sorry, about sorry. it. It's not the time. Not the right. time. Well, tomorrow Kevin, you can talk about a better subject. <laughs> Kevin, what is your third best video game of 2020? I know I'm going to say this game, and I'm not good at it. I do have fun. And I do play it every once in a while, like alone with no one with me. That's Fall Guys. Good in that game. That game is fun. I suck at mm-hmm. the game, but sometimes seeing these amazing moves by someone out there who knows how to steeze it, it's crazy. <laughs> Maddox Jr., how do you do it, Maddox? How do you, you know, steeze? I just got my second crown last week, and it's it was a, a battle. It's incredible. Oh, I, I was part of that. I was part of I that. I was also <laughs> there. Yeah. It's crazy. It's crazy. Oh, Mike, Mike steezes it too. Yeah, I forgot. <laughs> He does it. He does great. You know, he wins crowns here and there. I guess. But yeah, I like that. Mm-hmm. That game's fun. The first like month we played it, it was a lot of fun, where no one know how to play it, and everyone like it was yeah, just for sure. It was just fun being part of like the new people because <laughs> yeah, and everyone was new, so like no one felt like they were good. And now it's like it is tougher now for me to like even make it to the top, like final round. I mean, or like even even pass get past through the first round. It's tough for me, but I still have fun. I like it. I like. I just like messing around, just trying to find ways how to like make it to the end by doing maybe like a flip or something like that, or just grab someone, push them off. You know, get get um, crazy. It's fun. Kevin, as someone who is also like not that good and sometimes gets eliminated in the first round. Let me tell you, it's hard to play when you're playing in a group because you're just like, all right, now I sit here and twiddle my thumbs until they <laughs> either win or get second place. That's why Maddox, sometimes I do play alone and it's faster because I just, all right, I'm a lost time. I lost. Look for a new game. game. Yeah, look for a new yeah. game. <laughs> for sure. Some say, you know, people hold me back. I don't know. Mm, mm, maybe. I wouldn't be surprised. All right. Well, I'm looking at some what is Washburn 135's? third best game of 2020 washburn's gonna cheat because mm. wash because well, washburn couldn't narrow it down to five. Oh, okay, do, okay. So, do whatever so you I want i have i have a tie okay um and it is ori and will of the wisps mm-hmm. and immortals phoenix rising no you can't do that okay can't do that Be- and the only thing connecting <laughs> these two games is their composer gareth coker who you know as mike mentioned, mean green earlier, it, mean green mike. is a madman this guy's crazy dude i don't like every once in a while there's a human that's just so good at something and you're it just breaks your brain that that's gareth coker in video game soundtracks it makes no sense this guy's crazy everything he does is good uh but ori you know mike said it earlier it's and I touched on it. I think Ori's a masterpiece. It's something that occupies that space. That's just, in my opinion, better than everything else around it. And I've, I always play those games. I love platformers. I love them. And, and I love when they push me and I love when they're challenging and 
Ori has just the right level of challenge. Um, it's difficult. It's very difficult. And uh, the thing that I want to do is go into Moon Studios and say, why can't Ori just have a good day? You guys are evil. You make this. Things are so hard for Ori, bro. Why is Ori just getting the shit end of the stick all the time? Give Ori a good day. That's all I want. Uh, because by the end of that story, man, like they're tearing your heart out. And it's just like, man, this is something that should not be marketed at kids because it's, it's like traumatizing. <laughs> uh, but man, like the colors, the artwork, the music, all of it just comes together. And, and on the Series X, it's an absolute must play Series X or S. You, if you haven't played it, you have to play it. Um, I would say it's required. It, it's just that good of a game. It's fantastic. Um, Immortals, I've talked about before. Uh, I I beat it over the holiday break. Um, it's awesome all the way through. Uh, just in a time where every game coming out, like Watch Dogs, Cyberpunk, Assassin's Creed, all of these big open world games want me to take on the man. You know what I mean? Uh, their stories can all sort of be boiled down to like, oh, you know, the man sucks. We're we're taking on the man, dude. And and Immortals comes out and just says to hell with all that. Here's here's Phoenix. She's really really goofy. Everybody in this world is goofy. If you are down and can put yourself in the headspace of this is going to be a poorly written sort of inappropriate Pixar movie immortals is going to work for you because that's what exactly what it is every single cutscene is i laughed at because i have the sense of humor of a you know small child <laughs> uh, like uh, i i really re it, it worked for me and and i know a lot of people when they reviewed that game said it really didn't work for them for me it really did because it's just so stupid and and phoenix thinks she's so cool and she's really not you know what i mean and so like them sort of playing into that is just hilarious every single time. And you can beat the game. I beat I beat the final boss in about 16 hours. But I should Two hours not. of that were beating the final boss. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And y'all saw me do it. And I'm just banging my head against the wall because I, I main pathed it. And you're not supposed to do that with this game. You're supposed to go and do all the vaults of Tartarus and get stronger and more powerful Mm -hmm. Um, and you know, I do feel inclined to sort of go back and play more of it, but it's one of those games where all 16 hours were good. Every, every single minute of it was good uh, other than struggling on that, really struggling on that final boss. Cause I just was underprepared. Um, but man, uh, you know, of the three Ubisoft games that come out this year, that's the one I dug the, the most by the long shot and, I, I do hope we see more of it. And I do hope that more people play it because it, I think it deserves it. It's a really, really good video game. Awesome. It is a dope video game, Washi. It's a dope game. Snowbike Mike, what is your third best video game of 2020? Oh, man, I'm going to take you to the deep blue sea. Okay, we're going to oh, go yeah. out there from Little Up. We're going to hang out with Scaly Pete. Oh, of course, oh, it is no. the first and only <laughs> game I have ever a hundred percented, and that was Man Eater, the Shark PG. That's a capital R to make RPG Shark PG. It's a play on words. You got to see it though. You got to see it. Uh, this is an incredible video game. This game is dumb fun. This is one of those where it is another weekend 
solo campaign. You can get right through it. You can have a bunch of fun. It has a whole lot of collectibles to get lost in and a really cool and different take on the open world RPG, right? We know Grand Theft Autos. We know the Watchdogs. We know the Assassin's Creed, like Washburn said. But here's a team in Tripwire Interactive that wasn't afraid to try something completely bonkers and some something completely different. And that was Maneater, where you essentially are a great white shark in an open world, beautiful underwater terrain, and you are eating every sort of, you know, fish, mammal, human that is in your path. And it, it is an absolute blast. I loved every moment with Maneater. I thought it was dumb fun. I thought it was cute. I thought it was ruthless. And it's just a good time. This is something where it's like, when I see a Grand Theft Auto ripoff, like we used to think of Saints Row and games like that, these are fun to me, right? Because I love Grand Theft Auto. I love that open world. And I love the senseless violence that these games bring. And to put it into a great white shark, as these guys know, that's the dream is to go in the shark cage. And I loved the idea that I could become the shark and just go up on land, eat a bunch of people, go back in the water, eat a seal or something and have a good time. So. Maneater to me was a blast. I loved every moment of Maneater. And if you can get that game for $25 or less, you should buy it instantly. Hopefully you got it for PlayStation Plus for free with your subscription service because this is an awesome game that you can beat in a weekend and it's just dumb. Turn your brain off and start munching on things. And it, I loved every moment of it. Loved Maneater. Awesome. Awesome. All right. My number three video game of 2020 is Dirt 5. Much like Washburn and Snowbike Mike, I very much enjoy Dirt 5. Dirt 2, I think, is one of my favorite games of all time. Um, and what got me like very deep into the, the racing genre, I would say, um, between that, Project Gotham, and like you know, the Need for Speed series. Those are the things that got me going on the racing. And Dirt 5 is exactly what I wanted in terms of dirt some of the other dirt games have been like oh you need to buy a car and then like uh make sure that you don't damage it during this rally stage and like dirt five's like no here's you get to choose from these cars for this type of race and you race and then you load into the next race and then you load into the next race which i just love because the extra frills of like manage i don't want a management sim inside of my racing game usually and so it's just nice to be able to just go race to race and enjoy the dirt, as it were. Um, I had a really good time with it. It's I need to go back and beat some more levels for sure, but um, it handles well. And it's that ki that art like I like simulation racing, but I also like the arcade racing is like probably my preference. I would say so. It kind of nails that arcade racer feel. So that is my top three game of 2020. Kevin, would you like to give us your second best game of 2020? Uh, second best game of 2020 is Spider-Man. Miles Morales. <laughs> Pretty much what you guys said before. I, I agree with all you guys with the he became his own Spider-Man, like, without needing to, like, follow along the steps of uh, Peter's Spider-Man. So it was awesome seeing that, seeing him grow, seeing... it's Man, I just wish it was a bit longer. Like, I wanted to see more develop it. 
in that in his story. But I guess we, we're, I'm pretty sure we're gonna see him more more of him in the uh, the next Spider Man. Mm-hmm. So we'll, maybe we'll get a bit more of him there too, how he grows too. But yeah, that game was awesome. I love it. Oh man, it just makes me excited for the next Spider Man. Having these two Spider Mans like like side by side, who are they gonna fight? Who knows? Venom maybe. Are the Sinister Six gonna come back? Is it gonna be you know? It's I can't wait. It's a good game, really good game. I love it. Ooh, it's my number it's just two. Fun. Yeah, it's it was just so fun. It was awesome. But yeah, that was my number two. Short and sweet. Very nice. Washburn one through five. What is your number two video game? Uh, God, it's so hard because I keep flipping my number one and number two. Uh, number two is Warzone. Okay. Okay. Whoa! What's number one? Oh, I am offended. I'm gonna do it. Okay. Whoa. Uh, yeah, and we'll talk about we're all. I'm sure it's most other people's number ones. Um, but man, it's God. It's this is a great game. You know what I mean? This it's just. I do per, know what you mean. Like in in per in the battle royale space, there's nothing that even comes close. It, it's just so far and away the best battle royale ever released. Um, but you know, take all the weapons that are overpowered out of it, or the nerfs and the things that people have issues with. It's it's still gonna be the best battle royale ever released. Uh, the speed, the momentum, the the violence, s- the systems, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know, uh, just everything in it is built to keep you on the move, and I love that so much about it, and it just continues to be fun. You know, like I'm never mad at an hour and a half to two hours of Warzone because those, those, that hour and a half, two hours is going to be fun. And yeah, I'm sure we'll talk about it more, but yeah. Number two, Call of Duty Warzone. All right. Snowbike Mike, what is your number two video game of 2020? Uh, Mine is Fall Guys, Ultimate Knockout. As you guys have all alluded to, you know that this is, one of, you know, clearly number two, one of my favorite games of the year. This game has stolen my heart. It is, it gives me the thrill as if we're playing a battle royale, but in a fun, laid back type of feeling where I do feel like anybody could pick this game up and play it, right? It's essentially two buttons is all you have to press and it is dumb fun. The jelly beans are cute. The team Media Tonic have done a phenomenal job at adding in really fun, awesome costumes, even though I only wear one, but Every single day I'll log on and I'll see somebody wearing something new. Um, of course, I come from the background of esports shoutcasting with Ballmania, so I'm a little partial to this, but getting to watch like the pro players, we'll call them, what they do and how they route this for the speed running techniques has really come into my gameplay. And I think that's elevated me to the next level of I do feel confident when I play that game. I feel like I can win. And I love, like Washburn said before, dominating, right? I like going in there and get to the finals and ensuring that I win because I feel like I can win in that game. And I think maybe that goes towards it. I think other people might think differently. Like if you weren't winning all the time, maybe you'd look at it and be like, I don't like this game. But for me, like with the way that we win, I feel like I love this game and I feel like it's something that comes to me naturally. And I love that feeling as well. The maps and the design of the world is just a good time, right? Like you're these tiny little jelly beans, you're falling into slime. You're murdering each other. You're racing each other. And it's just a dumb, fun time. And it's something that I wouldn't be afraid to like show my mom or my little brother or a family of four, right? And be like, 
hey, do you need a fun night of laughter and just dumb shenanigans? Go download Fall Guys with you and your family. You're going to have a perfect Friday night. This captures that old school land party sleepover game, right? This is that fusion frenzy to me. That's This is that Halo 2. This is that moment where everybody's together laughing and playing this game. That's just a good time. And so that I think that's a really special moment for me and what they captured with Fall Guys. And it, it, it all around is like, let's go out there and get crowns because I'm getting them. That's all I got. That's all I got. It's just a good time. Man, I don't I know. Stroll party. Yeah, I don't know what's happening. Stroll, My camera's fucking Okay, that fixed it for now. All right, we're good. We're good. I don't know what kind of party was happening, but it was quite the party. <laughs> all right. My number two video game of 2020 is Ghost Runner. <gasps> I absolutely love this game. Uh, It's just a lot of fun. It's like if you ever want to learn how to play a game on mouse and keyboard, it's like the perfect entry level like, oh, this is how you do it. And you can just get all the the skills that you could possibly need to play a game in mouse and keyboard. The sword is so much fun. You just one hit the enemies. Every every level is like a little puzzle. You're wall running, you're sliding like it's Titanfall. There's one, Kevin. This is the perfect one to follow up Titanfall. You're sliding, oh, wall, wall running, running, bro. Oh, is the slide good though? Like, how good? Is yeah, this? the slide's good. Big guess slide, what, big vibe. Guess what big I'm slide, getting? Big slides, vibe. big vibes, y'all. Guess what I'm getting my PC in four weeks, dude. Woo, mm-hmm. woo. That's when I get it in um, four weeks. Woo. And you know that it is definitely challenging, and you die a ton. It, on Steam's Game of the Year's category things, it was the best game that you are terrible at um, because you just die over and over again. But it loads instantly. You're back at it, fighting the you know bad guys that are trying to stop you from taking down the man, as Washburn would say. It's another one of those um, futuristic levels. But there's boss levels that are kind of crazy and then there's the the levels that you can kind of sprint through kill people and just go one to the next to the next is kind of uh my favorites um the boss levels are really hard and you just i I don't know i got lucky i tried there was a point where i was stuck at this game for like three months because and i would just go in every once in a while and try it and i'd be like nah not today and then you eventually you get it and you're back at it and they just slowly add a little bit more to every level and a little bit you get like another power and it just varietizes the gameplay throughout and just gets you a little bit better as you go along. It's a lot of fun. All right, Kevin. I feel like Kevin and Snowbike Mike and I might have the same game of the year. Mm. Sure. Should me... we save ours for the end and then let Washburn do it some yeah. different? Everybody whisper into your microphone what you're doing. I'm going to pick Warzone. <laughs> Warzone. Actually, my game of the year uh-huh. is Cyberpunk. Man, no bugs in that game. It was perfect. <laughs> Smashing in graphics. It was made for old gen. Like it's, I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't even play that game, I don't think. I know. I played an hour <laughs> yeah let's, let's see what watchman has yeah, yeah i mean it's it flipped back and forth with Warzone for me and i it's final fantasy 7 remake whoa pulling yeah. a kind of funny in here huh? whoa. And this is the only thing that kind of funny got right on their list 
Oh, the only thing. Shots fired. Whoa. Um, Remember, Mike works this, for them. This is game. <laughs> yeah, sorry, he's Mike. legally the obliged to tell them. Lawyers had a terrible top 10 list. <laughs> they got this one right, though, so you can you can give them that. But, like, Don't man, praise that like dude, when, you, when I play a single-player game, I look at four things. I look at narrative, gameplay, sound, and visuals. And Final Fantasy VII Remake shines in all four categories. It, it's... I, when I rolled credits on it in April, I knew, man, this is early in the year, but I don't think anything outdoes this, and I don't think anything did. I, it's, it's just such a great experience, dude. For I think it took me a little over thirty hours, and I enjoyed all of it um, so so much. I, I did not expect to love it as much as I did, and I really did love it. And um, man, if they were to come out with like a PS5 version or like a you know. I, I don't know if that game has sort of some sort of exclusivity deal where it might eventually make its way over to Xbox, but if they they come out with the next if they come out with like a next gen version, I'll definitely play it again because man, it's what a game, dude. Just everything about that game is good. From from the music to the character, um, to the gameplay, which is like I, I just found it so fresh and unique uh, to be able to sort of stop time and have sort of this hybrid turn based not turn-based style sort of fight system. It it reminded me a little bit of Final Fantasy 13 in that regard, you know, uh, with just the constant pulling up the menu, picking your moves, but also having to be mobile and uh, quick and flexible. And every single battle is, is like a puzzle. And man, like, I just had so much fun with this game, dude. I love all the characters so much. I, the, every single character was just so awesome. Um, especially like, you know, Aerith, which is just so mean of them to do uh, is to make her that good. Um, but man, it's, it had to be my number one. I, I, I had to go with my gut. You know what I mean? Like, I love Warzone. I played more Warzone than anything this year. Um, but I, I think Final Fantasy VII Remake is as close to perfection in, for, for me uh in a single player game is as you can get just it's just about there so that's that's my number one final fantasy 7 remake nice all right well the rest of us have chosen warzone so i guess we need to just have a discussion about warzone i think we all played i don't know this is probably my most played game ever at this point mm. i wouldn't be surprised if that was yeah. the case me too um but just endless fun with you guys and it's it's what made this podcast in the first place really was we were talking about battle royales and what we liked and what we didn't like it's still like mike was like we should start a podcast <laughs> and so That's here we went. are and he's been on every episode since then crazy mm-hmm. amazing <laughs> whoa dude it's not like he had another Wild. podcast to do you know yep definitely not but yeah uh, warzone is just great man it, it, the gameplay is so tight like obviously there are like day-to-day issues with the game or whatever but overall I sw- like when you have a game where nothing's messed up it's a fantastic game they've added content along the way they've added so many fun modes we talk about it all the time and we talk about all the game modes and updates and we're always looking forward to the next update to see what changes and what other fun goofy things we can get into but at the end of the day it's just like you and your friends hanging out 
sometimes we're just chopping it up and sometimes we're just locking it down and just talking about what's happening in the video game. And it has resulted in some of the most ridiculous clips for all of us, I think. And just like the amount of fun that we have while playing that game is totally unmatched in my opinion. Kevin, mm-hmm. you're going to share the hype about this. You're going to go wild about it. Cause I mean, you are the man with an 8.5 KD average <laughs> and you mm-hmm, carry mm-hmm. us to over 250 wins. So, I mean, well, is I'll let you many? go wild on it. No, no it's not many. We're, I think we're, we're like, we're hitting like 120. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, man, what a game, huh? What a game. That's it. No, it's crazy because when we first started playing it, Mike, this is coming off like off of Apex. Right? Oh, yeah. I know what you're going to say, Kevin, and I totally agree with you. And it's like, I don't know. I, well, maybe we'll see. Because I, I thought this game was going to be good at first. Call of Duty Battle Royale. I'm like, mm-hmm. I don't know. Everyone's trying to make a Battle Royale here and there now. And I didn't think I was going to be good at this game, too. But man, like. After like a few months of playing it, and then we like actually looked at our KD, and my KD was so high up, I was like, "What the hell? When did this happen?" I, like I didn't think I was actually that good, and everyone says I'm that good, and I'm like, "I I think I'm pretty good, I guess." It's everyone saying it, but it's crazy that this game is really this good. Like anyone can pretty much jump in. It's really basic. It's not that hard to to, to like figure out. You know, we don't have power ups like apex with like you know lifeline tossing out her little roll out of heel or like gibraltar his shield it's none of that we get like the power-ups we get is like kill streaks like the kill streaks are our kind of our power-ups we buy and uh we know how to use them and it's easy the guns we know we, we know it because we were playing the multiplayer from run warfare beforehand so we know how they worked in warzone a bit it it's just been it's been the same map the whole time too so we figured out the whole map by now but yeah it, it's it's a wild ride we've been on with this game 100 we've hit 100 wins it was like a few months ago it's been a while since we've been getting wins since then but we've been getting wins here and there and it's fun four player squads three player squads we can do two two man squads or just going solos it just works and it's crazy that, that this game is really this good and man i, just I thought kevin Kevin, I thought you were going to go, like, we came from Apex. Mike was really bad at Apex. Yes, And then we exactly. were in Warzone. And for the first month of Warzone, Mike was kind of terrible. And then <laughs> at somewhere along the way, like, the growl came out, and then Mike was good at the video game all of a sudden, and it was really confusing. I didn't, didn't want helicopters. I didn't want to put Mike on blast. That's why. <laughs> but he's got to play Mike. But you got good. You got good. You're good now. You're a lot better now. I have, as Tim the Tatman says, I'm the anchor, right? I have no, everybody I'm... pulling me up, and I had to embrace that. And I've gotten better. I think that's the best part is, like, what we say here. From the beginning to where we are now, I have been bad at these first-person shooter games at the competitive level, right? When we play social games like a Halo, I'm right there in the mix. But when we play these very highly competitive games, kids are slapping me because they're just faster than me. They're better aimed than me. You see Maddox. You see Washburn. You see Kevin. And these guys are playing at a high level. And I'm kind of, I'm doing this, right? I'm like, oh man, where am I at? But I think (laughs) with all the time that we've had, the fun that we've had, we've all gotten better. Everybody's gotten better. Washburn's now trying to snipe people like Andy Cortez. Maddox sniping people. Kevin continues to put up 10 to 12, 15 kill games that everybody's astonished by, right? And 
that just goes to show you that this game is the real deal. And in my mind, this is the best battle royale ever created, right? And I know that's tough to say because Fortnite is the zeitgeist and stuff, but when you look at it bare bones and you look at the gameplay, this is the best battle royale ever created because it what it is is it's the PUBG effect, right? PUBG was simple. There's no special powers. There's no building like the other games. You just drop in, you find a gun, you start shooting at people. And over the years, PUBG has started to get old. It's started to run slower. It's not as good as the competition. And Call of Duty has somehow found a way to take the best multiplayer gunplay that there is on planet Earth, which is Activision and Call of Duty, what they've created with all those studios, and they put it into a massive online battle royale multiplayer setting and they have crushed it they came out with verdansk and the map was so different and varied from dropping at dam all the time to military base looking at quarry where we absolutely hate being over there down to the hills and that cul-de-sac that everybody knows is iconic to the hospital to the prison to the train station to boneyard i mean i could name every single part of this map because that's how awesome it is right every single part of the map is different, it's unique, there's verticality, unlike many other battle royales, and this is something that's special, and it goes to show you, just like Maddox said, it's like, anybody can play this, right? You don't have to jump in and, oh man, what's this champion do, or hey, how do I crank a soggy 90? I can't build the one by one and keep up and edit at the same time. It's like, no, drop in, grab that gun, you know the Call of Duty formula, which is simply aim and shoot. That is what Call of Duty is, and it is so much fun, and yeah, hell yeah, this is the game of the year. People need to give this, put some respect on this game's name. Mm -hmm. And I'm very upset that on the bigger scale, we didn't see enough people speak on this, right? From my friends over at Kind of Funny to IGN to the Game Awards. Like, why was this game that took over planet Earth since March when it released not on everybody's mind? Because this game is tight. It runs well. It's fantastic. It's fun. And it, it's the mecca of battle royales. And that's why we started this podcast is right. It's because I love hearing you guys talk about video games and we were playing so much of it. It was like, why not just talk about it? And man, oh man, when we look back, we shared an incredible year in Verdance together. And that was the kudos to that team that created this. And they've continued to progress, right? We've gone from the cheating stuff where they've battled cheaters left and right to bad updates that have brought out guns that made them super powerful, but then they've nerfed them a week later, but then they're powerful. I mean, we've run the gambit on this game and this game still continues to be some of the most fun, exhilarating multiplayer that you can play. And guess what? It's free to play. I mean, come on here. They figured it out just like Fortnite and Apex. This is it. This is the one. And I hope that everybody at least gives it a try in life because we've made so many friends, right? Andy Cortez now plays with us all the time. You got Hellsman Gaming, Paul, Ellie 8-Bits, Classic Tan, Jim Tasty. Like, everybody and their mother has played this, and Nick we've Scarpino. connected with them through this. Nick Scarpino. I mean, it's so dope. Fran it's so dope. God, I love I, yeah, so, like, Mike, going off, of, going off of that, I would... I almost put this tweet out the other day, and I took it back because it's a little... I, it may be a little too spicy. Okay, uh, give me the spice. Um, if, if Warzone is not in your top... 10 and i would say personally top five but if it's not in your top 10 game of the years games of 2020 you should probably re-examine your critical eye does that make sense 
you, you guys understand what I'm saying? I know what you're mm-hmm. saying. You're as, saying as, that. A battle, as a battle, as a battle royale, it's perfection. As a battle royale, don't yeah. have people that play these games is the problem. But if, but they all play Fortnite, fucking Fortnite, which is That's which true. is a battle royale. But it, they've all probably tried Apex a handful of times. If you even try Fortnite or Apex, in my opinion, and then you play Warzone, and you don't see how much better it is as a video game with the systems that are in Warzone, then you're not, you're overwhelmed. You need to step back and look at Warzone as a video game. Because as a video game in the Battle Royale genre, it is perfection. No, I, and I've said this before, I don't think we ever see one as good again. I, I, I just, I don't know. I don't know how you top this. It's, it's perfection. Everything about Warzone is perfection as a Battle Royale. And yeah, I don't know what multiplayer game could take over our lives like this one has. Yeah, I mean, well, there's only one, like Halo. but th- yeah. this, yeah, there's only one IP, and that's the name alone is Halo. But, right, but as Washburn's oh. saying, there's nobody else that has this type of gunplay and will bring this type of action that we'll ever see again. There's yeah, no way. It's, it, the way that they've managed to put all these sort of systems on top of each other that all work together, to and and half of them are there to keep you moving and the other half are there to keep you in the game is insane. And and it allows you to do things that you never thought you could ever do. And it makes you feel like you're allowed to take a risk. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I, yeah, for sure. The, I'm, I'm trying shit in the war zone. In the house. Exactly. And, and you're not scared to get engaged. And I've loved, and I, it's never been that way. And I love that about Warzone. Everything mm-hmm. is there to, maximize the intensity of the match and it's it's just it's perfection it really is and like i said if it's not if if you're looking at this game and it's not on your top 10 list like man that's that's really that's a hard pill for like a vast majority of people and i would say people who play video games to swallow because it is huge this this game is massive look at the top two most sold games in 2020 Modern Warfare, Call of Duty Black Duty Ops. Black Ops. It, I mean, it's you. You've got to take that into consideration. You've got to get out of your your comfort zone, and you've got to try this because it is as good as something in this space can be right now. It, and until I get proved wrong, which which may never happen, like, dude, you, this thing is is a must play, and it's a must try. In in my opinion, it's a must occupy a space on that on that top 10 list because yeah like mike said it, it not enough love in in the game of the year conversations just it's it's just kind of egregious heartbreaking and it's and just the- so friendly and open right like mm-hmm. the buyback system the gulag respawn system like there's side quests you can do quote unquote of those contracts right that keep you moving keep you doing stuff like man this this is a battle royale for everyone and you for people not to be showing enough love is embarrassing. It hurts. That sucks. Mm-hmm. The I think the thing that sets it apart more than anything is, and I feel like we've talked about this before, and a lot of streamers talk about it. The pace of play of Warzone is consistent, and always like winning a game with one kill is something I have done in Apex and Fortnite. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you well you guys proved that you could win with zero kills i believe yeah, no, we, we did it baby we <laughs> did it baby 
if you are if you are playing the game like regular styles like there's no way you're gonna accidentally end up winning a game with one kill in my opinion yeah no because the game's not built that way the you know what i mean it would be very very difficult to do that because especially the way things are now and how hectic those final circles get it's going to be really difficult for you to win with one kill because that means you will have no money you like you won't have done anything and that's just that's not conducive to you know being victorious in warzone for sure like the more what makes warzone so great is the more you take risks and the more you do something that you might never do in a PUBG or any other battle royales the the more you're rewarded you know what i mean yep. and and yes you might die but you're just gonna try to get on the next one and especially if you're playing in squads where they can buy you back it's even more so because i mean you already have a chance to come back for free and even if you fail that your squad can buy you back so man i've had so much fun with this game it it's kind of ridiculous it's and I don't know what y'all think. I mean, if and this is probably a whole nother episode, but if Halo were to come out with a battle royale, would it even be close? Because I, ju- I just don't, I don't know, man. I really don't. I don't think I don't anything know. can top this. But BJ Bernardo asked us a very similar question that we will answer on the next squad pod. I would say about Halo battle royale, what we think it would be like. Sending questions. And uh yeah, he sent us a question on the the old tweetstergrams. Hell yeah, bro! Whoa. Hell yeah, we're big now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, is there any more to say about the war zone, or are we rounding this episode out? It's awesome. a lot of fun games this year. It's been an incredible yeah. year yeah. spent with each and every one of you side by side, and all of our friends and everybody out there in this community. Right? This has been. An incredible year and i say that lightly because i know it sucked for all of us right and everybody around the globe it's had its own unique problems that it's brought to all of us from losing our jobs staying inside having to go back to work in a very unsafe situation and just trying to be a human being in the new world we live in but video games brought us together and video games has kept us together it's kept the smiles it's kept the laughter it's kept as washburn said some sort of sanity right it's been that release it's been that relaxation tool and I'm blessed to sit here with all of you and, man, think about these fun games we've played and look back on and smile and laugh and think of everything we're going to play in the future. So mm-hmm. thank you, guys. That has been an incredible year. been an incredible yeah. year. Well, uh, just For to sure. echo that, the first part is, I think when we look back on 2020, we're going to look at it like we looked at a 2018 or a 2017. Even. The year of Snowbike Mike. Uh, the meteoric rise of of Michael Howard. Uh, <laughs> no, I mean just in terms of of the the quality and the quantity of of the releases this year is mm, yeah, it's crazy. Um, dog fight going it, on over here. It really is. So, you know, you look back at 2019 when y'all came off that year, thinking, oh, it's a little so so, and then this year is it just seemed like the games never stopped coming out. You know what I mean? I never even got to finish Ghost of Tsushima or Persona 5 Royal because the they're too long. You know what I mean? And, and the amount of games coming out this year that were so good is insane because those two games are incredible, but I can't even talk about them because like there's not I don't have enough time as a human being, you know? So I'm hoping that 2021 we see some good releases. I'm I'm not banking on 2021 being a as stacked of a year um for sure 
but man, 2020 was just, it, it was a lot. It was, it was a lot, almost overwhelmingly. So 2021, the year that we all meet each other face to face, hopefully. Oh, hopefully we can only we'll hope. <laughs> oh, we, we can, can only, only hope. hope. All right. That has been your episode of the squad pod. You can catch me at twitch.tv slash Maddox Jr. You can catch Washburn at twitch.tv slash Washburn 135. You can catch Kevin AceX at twitch.tv slash Kevin AceX. And you can catch Mike oh, Howard oh. twice a day. Oh. <laughs> once on Kind of Funny Games at 11 a.m. Pacific time. And every other time at twitch.tv slash snowbike mike you're fading snow that's very yeah. well follow me on uh, instagram follow me on instagram <laughs> trying to get insta famous okay help a man out all right until next time kevin uh, calms out ah, nailed it <laughs>